Where we recap the second best thing on TV. Second best? Fargo's back, baby! This was better than Fargo. This week's Fargo was great. Yeah, and this was better. That is a high bar. And this was better. Okay, I'm just communicating to our listeners. (gasps) While we are in agreement, that is not a denigration. I have so many feelings right now. All right, before we talk about our feelings, we have to talk about what we're going to talk about specifically. We are recapping Chapter 12, Anatomy of a Murder. Uh, written by Michael Grassi and directed by Bob Seedinglands. What a name. Have you ever had a seed in your glands? It's not great. Is that like when you get like a seed in your tooth? Or like your wisdom teeth hole? I still have those holes, you know. Yes, yes, dear. They, uh, it's been like a year. A gla- they still exist. A glands is just like a tooth. They're identical things. But I mean, is it like that type of annoying feeling? So how does this episode start? Oh my gosh. This episode... This episode. Now, we, we've been getting teased for, for days and days now from social media and ads and whatnot that tonight we learn who killed Jason Blossom. Uh-huh. And that is true. But the path to get there, she is a twisty one. So twisty. So twisty. So, the last episode, we left off mm-hmm. with with no one knowing where Jughead was. And- and All the other teens are at Pops talking about how this is a frame job, and we pick up in that same we, scene. We pick up right back there, and they're like, this is what it is. No narration, no montage. Nope. And they're like, we have to tell our parents. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's probably not a great idea. But we have to tell our parents. We have to tell them. That's who we have to go to. And none of the parents believe them. There, there's this no. uh, Andrews, Cooper, Lodge family joint meeting, and they're, and they're all like, no, you idiot children. He did it. Also, you broke into his house? Like, <laughs> you can't go tell people that. Mary Andrews, as a lawyer, is, is the one to point out that, yeah, that's not great. That does not help his case much. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. And then Betty calls Alice out, out on how you approached Veronica to do this. And then it's all like, what? And Veronica's like, no, I approached her. What? And there's a whole lot of like... There's a theme of truth coming to bear yeah. today. Uh, so, so... Uh, oh, I'm trying to keep Well, they pacing. said, we will go to the sheriff without you. And mm-hmm. they're still like, no, you idiots, you broke into a house. <laughs> Do you really think that's going to help? Do you? Do you? Do you? Yes, Archie thinks yes. Yeah, if Archie <laughs> thinks so, then you know it's wrong. <laughs> He's so dedicated, though. So then we we are in uh, Betty's bedroom and Archie's mm-hmm. in his bedroom and they, they text each other. They're finally out of their homecoming dance clothes. Yes. And they're like, they're worried. Hey, you up? Want to go find Jughead? Okay. Yeah. And I thing is, is like the shot of Archie's empty air mattress during all this. <laughs> yeah. Where, where Jughead is supposed to be, but he's not. Jughead must have a messed up back all these nights. So they they decide, like, we're going to go look for Jughead. And meanwhile, we see Jughead at a phone booth at the bus station. And he's calling his mom to be like, hey, guess what? I've got a ticket. I'm going to come see you in Jellybean in Toledo. And then we don't hear anything his mom says. But we just see him slowly 
try not to break down as he's obviously being told, no, don't come to me. He's leaning into the walls of the phone booth just to stay on his feet. And it's like, what is this, a three, four week stretch of just stabbing Jughead over and over in the feelings? And he just like ends the call as quickly as he can before he like loses it. So he goes back in and exchanges his Toledo ticket. For the next bus. The next bus to anywhere. He's going to Florida. Mm -hmm. But he can't stay in the lobby because there's no loitering and it's closing. And that means he like doesn't have anywhere to go. He's used to it. So then... So then we meet up with uh, Veronica and Hermione. Uh Uh-huh. While they're packing their bug out bags. Hermione is freaking out. (laughs) She's certain that, yeah, this is going to reflect on the the Lodge family because of their their drive-in deal. Yes, and she's like, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of these things. This is going to come back at us. Pack a bag. You know, I forge your signature. I bribe the mayor. We we need to be ready to leave. (laughs) Freaking out. Uh, so Archie and Betty are then at the bus stop, but Jughead's not there. It's closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Veronica calls because she's feeling all lonely and sad. And then when she finds out that they're searching for Jughead without her, she's like, what? I'm going to come too. I'm a teen detective too, guys. Come on. Uh, and, uh, so, so she joins them and they're like, where would he be? Where are this? And she's like, guys, there's only one place in Riverdale that's open 24 hours. But wait. But yeah. Okay. So it's supposed to be Pops. Yes. We had a scene where Veronica's mom was closing down Pops. The scene with the box. What's in the box? It's a snake. No one else was there. It was closed. How is this place 24 hours? It's a new policy. A new policy? Now, they, all of a sudden? Well, all these people move into town and... and... <sighs> Bugs me. Bugs <laughs> me. But yes, so they go to Pops, and Jughead is at Pops. And he's not happy to see them. His hat is off. He's weak. His, his hat was his on. His hat is on the countertop. I his hat was on. I am 100% correct. I was pretty sure his hat was on. I. You are not right. I am. I want to see a screen cap of this. Okay. I think there's one on the Twitter. Okay. All right. You keep doing the recap. I'm going to prove you wrong. Okay. So he's there and they're trying to apologize and, and he, he just doesn't want to hear it, but they're like, no, no, like it's good. We did what we did. Your dad is innocent. Like tell him about the gun, like what we know about the gun. Then. We we go to the jail. We we see Sheriff Keller uh, interrogating FP, and is 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 um says the gun is a match for what killed Jason, and then FP just starts talking. There are two hats in this scene. He's wearing a hat, and there's a hat on the counter. Right? <laughs> he has two hats. He has two hats. Right. Right. Or is that just his hair's all weird? No, yeah, I think his hair's all weird. I think I'm 100% right. Okay, but, like, it really looks like he has the hat on, doesn't it? Because of his hair. Yeah, it also looks like he has his hat off because the hat is right there. I know, but, like, can, you, can we, like, freeze it there? <laughs> like, seriously, though, it looks like his hat's on. So that's what you call hat hair. So, as we were saying, FP, 
Yep. Uh, he confesses to everything. He confesses. Uh, he and was his contact to get him his ride. And then he figured out, wait, this is the rich boy. So instead, he met him on the other side of the river, kidnapped him for ransom. And then after a week, Jason tried to escape. So he shot him in the head. And then he uh, put him in the freezer. Yes. And then once uh, time had passed, things blown over a bit, dumped the frozen body in the river, the one place they had already looked. <laughs> and then Sheriff Keller asked, did you steal my files too? And he says, yes. And that's when we know it's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> uh, he, he also admits to torching the uh, getaway car and all of that evidence. And Sheriff Keller is all like, you had it all figured out, didn't you, you big man? I was like... Yeah, you caught him because you found, like, the murder weapon in his sock drawer. Are you really going to call this guy a criminal mastermind? <laughs> so then all all the kids, all the kids rush in to uh, the police station, and they're like, he's been framed, and he's like, oh, is that so? Well, why did he just confess? And Jughead just sees his father being, like, carted away. In cuffs. Yeah. Oh. And so then we're at... Uh, the Blossoms. Where there's this perfectly framed, expertly arranged plate of waffles yes. that the shot starts on and then pulls out. Yes, and then we see the newspaper and it's the next morning and it talks about FP and, and Polly comes down to breakfast and Mrs. Blossom's all like, Polly, we have such wonderful news. And she hands Polly the paper and Polly's like, he killed Jason, not... And then she stops talking. Bum, bum, bum. Who is she going to say? Polly's got some theories. So then we're at school. Mm-hmm. We're at school. and in, uh, in the cafeteria, which is our substitute lounge. Yes. And so the lounge is for good times. They're discussing things and, and that the newspaper says that he worked alone. And uh, Archie and Veronica do some secret hand-holding during this whole conversation <laughs> about, well, they say this, but we know this isn't true because of this and all that. Mm-hmm. And and Kevin it, comes over. It really over. becomes, yeah, a Betty versus Kevin situation. Yeah. Which is so sad because they started the season as besties. Well, yeah. And it's not even like, it's not even full on against each other. It's that Betty is so... He didn't do it because we have this stuff. And Kevin, and, of and course, needs to, to support. And stand up for Jughead while Kevin is, yeah. Yeah, Kevin has to stand up for his dad. Uh, and then Betty and tries Joaquin. to bring... Yeah, but <laughs> Betty tries to bring Joaquin into it. And he's like, don't you bring my boyfriend into this. And then Jughead comes. We Jughead weren't expecting him to be in. Uh, he was supposed to be getting questioned all day, but mm-hmm. he shows up for lunch. He walks and, up to Cheryl's <sighs> table and just says, I'm sorry. And she gets up and she slaps him and starts beating on his chest. And he just stands there and takes it and does nothing until like someone grabs her off of him. And then Weatherby comes in and is all like, you come with me. So, yeah, he, he gets his turn getting uh, a second interrogation of the day. And he questions who's a bigger dick, Keller or Weatherby. Uh, Betty goes after Cheryl. And- I barely touched him. <laughs> bullshit cheryl she says it so reflexively like she can't not like create a narrative of her own life yeah it's the only thing she does every minute of the day and betty's like it's it's not his fault he he even if his dad did this like he did not do this and cheryl 
goes into how everyone's, you know, hugging her and telling her she must be so relieved that the nightmare's over. Why doesn't it feel that way? Yeah. Oh, Cheryl. So then we're at the Andrews house and uh, Weatherby called Fred and is all like, I'm worried about his safety and he should probably finish out the school year at home. And Archie's all like, that, that's not fair. Like, Cheryl attacked him. Jughead didn't do anything. And Fred's just like, yeah, I know it's not fair. But, like, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? No, it's not fair. Fight. Stand, stand up for Jughead. Someone has to do it. So, But, yeah, this uh, turns this... into a fight between Fred and Archie. Yeah, because Archie's all like, we have to protect him. We have to help him. And Fred's like, I'm not his legal guardian. He's like, well, Mom's a lawyer. We can easily change this. Uh, and... Fred is just like, I'm, I'm trying to protect you. Trouble fouls the Joneses. And this whole time, Jughead is sitting on the stairs listening to everything. Listening to, to mom and dad fight and split up again. And Fred just like snaps at Archie. Well, maybe you should go to Chicago. And it's just like, oh, oh. that's cheap shot. And Jughead is all like, walks by. And they know that he heard. He's like, I'll just go sleep in the garage. It's just like, he just, he doesn't. Like a dog. So So, then we we get to the Cooper house. Yeah. And Betty wakes up to to a weird thumping noise. Yeah. She's spooked and she comes downstairs and she sees her mom with a gun. Yep. If Alice Cooper can purchase a gun, we need stricter laws. (laughs) Yeah. She's not stable. So they, they go downstairs and investigate and they see Hal. And Hal has all the evidence that he took from Sheriff mm-hmm. Keller. So now he's coming clean to his family. It's uh, None of them knew that he stole the murder board. Yes. And so this means, though, like, FP said he stole it, and so he that, didn't. That's the first big hole. Yes. Betty's, you know, very much like, well, let's... This means he didn't do that. That that means this. And he's like, well, it doesn't matter what it means. I, we need to destroy this evidence. And find out that... He stole it because he was worried about Polly and the connection uh, that they could have yeah, to he, the Blossoms. Yeah, he didn't want to look like a suspect, so he did something very criminal. Yes. Th- this is the logic that these people work under. And and he talks about this connection, and then that's when we find out that Grandpappy was a Blossom. Yes. Uh, and and uh, Hal's grandfather... That was killed by Cliff's grandfather. Were they were brothers? They were brothers, and so after the murder, he he severed ties and he took a new name. And then we find out that's why Hal wanted Polly to have an abortion is mm-hmm. because it's a little like incest baby. Yes, the Polly and Jason share great great grandparents. Yeah, and and Betty's just like, I'm a awesome like. Yeah. Now Alice cannot love either of her own daughters. But then they do decide they have to get Polly. Mm-hmm. And they, they rush out. They also have the realization that uh, Jason Blossom has never fucked anyone but his own blood relatives in his entire life. Yeah. 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 Two for two. So then they we are at the Blossoms and the Coopers bust in. And at the witching hour at Thornhill. <laughs> exact quote. Sorry to disrupt the witching hour at Thornhill. <laughs> ugh. Ugh. 
Alice and is in her element, and I love this scene so she's much. She's all like, I know about your family and the incest. And and uh And they they're like, yeah, what? So who cares? And back off with your petty middle class morality. What? And and Betty's all like, FP was used by someone with a motive. Oh. Probably about incest babies. And uh but they shoot Ma- that motive right in the foot. Mama Blossom's just like, well, nothing can be more purely blossom than those babies. Ah! <laughs> it's, so, it's so gross. Oh, that's it's when so I, gross. I went out to the balcony <sighs> to vomit. It makes me uncomfortable. And then Alice Cooper goes off about how they, they grab Polly and they go to leave and she's like, we're so done with your experiment in breeding and eugenics. <laughs> and it's just like, Mrs. Blossom grabs Betty and like threatens her that she made a mistake. And she's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> go like it was, there are just so many good lines. Just staring <sighs> daggers. <sighs> oh. So then... Archie wakes Jughead up and is all like, we gotta go to Pops, we gotta go to Pops. Burger run, boy, come on, it's shake time. Archie's mom is there, and apparently she went to the police station and pretended to be a lawyer. And, well, uh, pretended to be FP's, FP's lawyer. lawyer. She is definitely a lawyer. Well, yeah, pretended to be a lawyer that was actually for someone there, <laughs> and uh, investigated into all their like paperwork and files and stuff, and that uh, things don't look good. What with the confession and all. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind his priors and... Jughead's at least happy his dad's an honest murderer. Mm-hmm. He, uh, start, he, he has retracted into becoming Jugheadier as a defense. He's cracking yeah. these awful jokes about his own dad. Maybe in Riverdale, uh, New York still has like... coming back. They might still have the firing squad as an option. I don't know. The show's weird sometimes. Like... Jughead really is like did as you said like retract back because everything that's coming out of him is a sarcastic comment. He's putting up a much thicker wall. Um, but then uh, Mary brings up that he did make one phone call to a uh, Joaquin, and they're like, "What? That's Kevin's boyfriend." Mary tells Jughead to go see him and to say what he needs to say because this might be his only chance. Say what you need to say. So so he does, and uh. He, it just all comes out that he knew that Archie and Fred's plan to, like, help him was a mistake. And, and he's that, so angry at himself for falling for for his whole presentation yeah, last week. Yeah, like, you, you had me, I was happy, you paid attention to me, and it was all just a lie. It was but, all just to, yeah. like, get information. And Skeet just pay, takes a big old dump on his face. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, are you sorry? Are you at least sorry for what happened? Like, and he's like, you should be sorry for being such a damn idiot, believing all my lies. Ha ha ha. You sorry suck, I got son. caught. Don't you ever come back here, you worthless piece of garbage. I'm Skeetal Rich. He, he didn't exactly say all those words. He said almost all those words. But yes, he does say, never come back here. So... Uh, so meanwhile, uh, Jughead's friends are following up that Joaquin lead. Yes. So it's uh, the the rest of the, it's all the other teens except Veronica's not there yet. She she will join them. Yeah. But Archie and Betty and Kevin are with Joaquin and uh, in Archie's garage. <laughs> yes, and and they're just like interrogating him on the like recliner. 
Uh, <laughs> and they're like, why? why Tell did us F- what we need to know or we'll make Archie sing. Why did FP call you as to said to lay low? And he's like, you know something. What do you know? Nobody uses their one phone call to tell someone to lay low. No. He's like, do you think he did it? And he says, yes. And they're like, why? Why do you think so? And he said, on July 11th, FP called. And he's like, there's a cleanup job at the White Worm. Which and is the name of the biker bar. Yes, the biker bar that we saw in another episode. And it was in the basement. No one's allowed in the basement. And there was Jason Blossom's body, dead from a gunshot, so, blood everywhere. So Joaquin freezered him. Joaquin did all the mopping and cleanup. And he's like, I didn't ask him if he did it. I just assumed he did. It, it sure looked like it. And uh, Kevin is very upset mm-hmm. that his boyfriend's a criminal. And uh, Veronica starts asking about her dad because she has to. And uh, Veronica is absolutely married to this theory that FP did it. And he did it because of her dad. Yeah. Every bit of evidence against his confession or or any other circumstance, she always goes right back to that. Yes. And uh, he's like, well, I heard FP and Mustang talking about some rich guy. And uh, this makes Veronica really want to talk to Mustang. Mm -hmm. Which Mustang had a name before. He's the dude that fights with Archie at the bar. And, like, his name was Mustang back then. You didn't remember this, but I, his name was Mustang. I did not expect him to be recurring. He I, was. I purged it from my memory. Uh, and Kevin's like, you're, you're going to take us to him. Or I'm telling my dad. Threatening sheriff. <laughs> I'm going to tell on you. Uh, Polly and Betty are, like, hanging out. Yeah. And talking about incest babies. And uh, <laughs> Jughead calls. And he's like, you're right. He's hiding something. See? Because, yeah, retracting back into his jugheadiest self, part of that is seeing through people's bullshit. Yeah, and he, he saw through his dad's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, That's my boy. Welcome back. Archie and Veronica and Kevin and Joaquin go to sing Mustang. They go to sing Mustang <laughs> Sally go to see. at karaoke night. <laughs> they go to see him, and they go to, he lives in, like, a hotel, and they, they, the doors open, and they go in, and, and they- he's dead of an OD! With the needle still in his arm, in the well, tub. Welcome to the CW, kids. <laughs> there are some, like, graphic shit tonight. Uh, and Joaquin's just like, I can't be here, and Kevin's like, call my dad, and then- so that, then we uh, cut to later in the day when the police are there. And and, uh, and the parents, and they're pissed. Yeah. Sheriff Keller, on behalf of all the parents, are like, so how did you find the drug man? Uh, what are you doing here today, children? Uh, but then another cop um, brings out a giant bag of cash that was under the bed. And the bag has the initials HV, or hmm. HL, HL. And uh, he's all like, Hermione Lodge, why is your initials on there? And Veronica's like, no, it's not hers. It's my father's. And uh, he was doing business with the serpents. And his mom is just like, shut your mouth. (laughs) Shut up. What are you doing? Making sure my father goes to jail again. That's what. You won't be tried as a minor. That's not a thing in this show. (laughs) Uh, So then Fred Andrews is, is very upset. And they're in the truck, and he's just like, you will end up dead if you keep doing this. It's my job to protect you. And Archie has, like, one little tear. One little tear. tear. There's a lot of crying this week. Uh, 
Hermione and Veronica get back home, and Hermione has a big breakdown. Yeah. Just starts. She collapses into the door. She, she can't even close it all the way. No. And Joaquin and Kevin Joaquin are at is, the bus stop. Joaquin is skipping town. Gotta lay low. And, and, uh. There's a big he's, goodbye smooch. Well, he's like, you need to tell your friends to stop before they get hurt. And he's like, well, you don't know them like I do, like I don't know you. Oh. And then he's gonna get on the bus. And then. Kevin just can't let him go. And like then they this. just have this big smooch. And, and then suddenly music starts playing from the heavens, or maybe that was just you. He's going to get back on the bus. And then he's like, no, there's something else. Ba, ba, ba. Ba, ba, ba. So. But of course we cut away. Cut away. And we're, we're back to Jughead and Betty. Mm-hmm. And, and we get like, they're, they're talking about how he's been lied to his whole life. And he knows he didn't do it. He knows he's lying this time. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Yeah. We go back to Thornhill. Go back to Thornhill. Where Cheryl. Cheryl's having a scene with Mother Blossom. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl's just very concerned about everything, and she has questions. And, and like, why were they arguing? Were they, if they weren't, if Daddy wasn't upset about the baby, why were they upset? Was it about the business? Or, and, what? And, what couldn't he handle? And and in the course of this, this is straight up a horror movie scene. Like this is the scene of any horror movie where like the monster turns out to just be a flunky and the real monster puts them in their place. And like the whole time the scene is happening, like Mrs. Blossom's just got this weird blank staring into nothing look going on. It's incredible. And Cheryl asks like more questions about like what happened? Was he running away from the business? Daddy? You? And then she just starts to death grip Cheryl. And, and she stands up with Cheryl's hands in her hands and pulls her up from a kneeling position, then drags her down the street shouting about their dark, sticky secret. Yes. And then <laughs> to the barn. And then she, like, shoves her in the barn with all the syrup barrels. And slams the door behind her in a very vague but powerful gesture. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what this means, but it somehow means everything. It's all in here. This is what it was. And it's like, what? What? The what? syrup? What? The fact you don't know how syrup works? <laughs> what? What? Maybe the secret is that Jason was diabetic, and so he oh. literally could not handle the syrup business. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. That could be it. But you would be thrown in a ditch to die in this family if you were born diabetic. Yeah. Uh, so then we're back with Jughead and Betty, and they're, like, narrowing, narrowing down their murder wall, and they narrow it down to, they rule people out. And it's down to uh, the Blossoms and Hiram. Mm -hmm. And then Alice Cooper comes in and she's all telling them how they found another serpent. And they've just, you know, made it so tidy. And there's a little tidy bow on top of everything. And it's too tidy. tidy. Hmm. Uh, So then Kevin calls Betty. And they go meet in the woods. And, uh, Underneath yet another syrup billboard. <laughs> yes. And and Kevin's like, Joaquin didn't know if this would help him or not, but FP called him from the jail and said to forget about their plan, and they find the Jason jacket. Mm-hmm. And so and that's all that's in the duffel bag. That's it. It's just, just the, the jacket. jacket. Just the jacket. So they take it back to Archie's garage, and they all stand around it. And they're like, Jughead, what the fuck? Kevin, what Betty, we... Archie. 
What do we even do with this? This is just more incriminating evidence. Veronica shows up and Betty's like, I'm not giving up. She makes Archie put it on, which is kind of creepy. And then she just starts searching it. If the jacket don't fit, it doesn't mean much because this is a completely different person. She just starts searching it. And then she finds a hole in the pocket. Yes. And she's like, well, my chapstick always falls through the holes in my pocket and stuff gets lost in the lining. And what does she find? Flash drive. Flash drive. Flash back. Flash drive. Flash drive. Flash drive. Flash drive. Flash drive. They plug it into the laptop. And then they watch a snuff film together. Wonderful. This scene is incredible, though. Like, you don't hear sound. You just watch their faces. And it's everyone. You don't know what they're seeing. You know what they're seeing. You know what they're seeing, but you don't see what they're seeing. But yeah, it's all sold by their very personal individual reactions. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's so good. Just trust your young actors. I love it. I love it. And so after they watch what they watch, and they all have a very big reaction. Betty slams the laptop shut. And like, Archie puts a shoulder on Jughead. Betty grabs her phone phone. and she calls someone and everyone's like, who's she calling? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, that means a lot. Who's the first person she calls? Not the cops. Not... Uh, her own mother, she calls Cheryl. She calls Cheryl, and she says, you have to get out of that house. And we see Cheryl with a tear coming down her face. I understand. She gets up. She's dressed for a photo shoot, as always. She walks down the stairs, wipes... In slow motion. Wipes her tears, and then, like, gonna kill a bitch face comes on, and she does not leave... If I were in the target demographic for the show, I would be shouting Slay Queen. Yeah. But I'm not, so I'll restrain myself. Yeah. Yes. So she goes to the dinner table and stands next to it and says, You did a bad thing, Daddy. Now everyone knows. Oh Oh my god! Oh! Oh! That's a lot of clipping, huh? It's fine. Don't cut it out. They need to know. (laughs) They need to know. So Alice takes it to the sheriff and the mayor. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, we get to watch it. it. With some supplemental Jughead narration, finally. And he says, they saw what we saw. And it was Jason tied to a chair. Mustang was holding him. And taunting him. Mm -hmm. And then... In walks Clifford Blossom. And he takes the ring out of Jason's pocket. I have to issue a correction. Mm -hmm. Last week, uh, we said that we last saw the ring with Nana Blossom. That's not true. It's not true. Uh, Her scene was about how she mentioned the ring but did not have it and did not know where it was. That's right. The first time we ever actually see the ring is last week. Okay. In Cliff's possession. Okay. It's been a while. So, Yes. Uh, and uh, thank you to listener Kieran for setting us on the straight and narrow there. Then he Clifford the bought, he took the ring and then pulled out sh- his gun and shoots him point blank in the head. His own son. His own son. And then the voiceover continues that later we would learn by FP's confession uh, that Mr. Blossom visited FP in jail and said that. If he didn't do this, the same fate that happened to Jason would come to Jughead. Mm-hmm. Which is why 
he did what he did, why he said, why he confessed. Why he confessed everything and why he's trying to alienate his son. So then we see, like, Jughead arguing with Sheriff Keller, and it's all about the fact, like, he didn't do it, but no, he did all these other things, so he's still going to be in jail and he's not getting out anytime soon. And Some of that confession was true. (laughs) Veronica apologizes to her mom that she ever doubted her, and... It's like, well, it's okay. Good news, honey. Daddy's coming home. Yeah, we all know how daddies work out in this show. (sighs) Ah, ah. Uh, Archie says goodbye to his mom, and he's not going to Chicago. His friends need him. But, you know, he might visit over the summer. And then one question has been answered, but now there's a new question of Why? why. What's so important about this ring? And so Sheriff Keller and other cops go to the Blossoms mansion and mrs blossom and cheryl are on the steps with the door open pointing pointing towards the barn they go to the barn they open the door and there is mr blossom hanging from the rafters uh next to a barrel that has spilled open with mysterious packets of what is probably drugs probably drugs probably drugs maybe drugs made of syrup but drugs and a gun at his feet yep Mm mm-hmm the end. The end. The end. What? What the fuck? Uh, do you want to talk about the trailer? Because this is another one that's just a bunch of context-free quick cuts that don't mean much. I don't even know what happened in the trailer, Arch- honestly. Archie's going to punch somebody? Archie's going to punch someone. That's about it. People make shocky faces. People make sad faces. I don't know what happened in that trailer. I mean, that's how they sold this week, and this week was incredible. So I like, I trust it. I trust, yeah. But I don't have much to say. I don't, I don't really know what was in the trailer. <laughs> uh, so let's do predictions instead. Oh, <gasps> okay. All right, prediction. It's not a syrup business. No, like it's, it's totally not. It's, it's totally like less like than five percent a syrup business because they clearly don't even know when to tap the dang trees. Yeah, like it's totally, it's totally not syrup because they're doing it wrong. They're doing it so wrong. It could only be drug smuggling or diamond smuggling. Oh. Yeah, diamond think smuggling. about it. What if they're like making diamonds out of the like syrup? <laughs> what if oh, they're and, like... And that heirloom ring passed down through the syrup generations huh. is like the the forensic key that would blow the whole thing wide open. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What if I th- I think the syrup is somehow like it's either being made into drugs of some sort, like syrup meth, or or <laughs> what? That it's not a diamond ring. It's a meth ring. It's a meth ring. Yeah. Yeah. Meth ring. There you go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I definitely what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Jughead's just gonna be homeless and alone forever. Well, I mean, he's he's no longer a hot potato. He's not dangerous. So uh, Fred will take him in again. The, the town will take him in again. Although it's going to be rough for a little while. It's a transition. Uh-huh. But yeah, he, he's back to where he was two weeks ago, which is not great. It's not great. And like his mom didn't want him to come. Yeah. And like. Oh, what's up with that? Uh, what? what did she say? What's what's wrong in Toledo? Also, I would still really like to know what FP got Jughead for his birthday. <laughs> still don't know. I mean, like best case scenario, 
uh, his mom and Jelly Bean are like, oh, actually, we're on a trip uh, in, in California right now. You, if you go to the house, we're not there. <laughs> I don't think that's what she said. No, <laughs> I don't think I so. I don't think so. I think Hiram Lodge is going to show up next week. Yeah. I think it's, I don't think that it Sur- will surprise be. Surprise arrival? Yeah. Like they've been saying it'll be season two, but I have this feeling that it's going to come next week. And like even just the last couple seconds or whatever of like Veronica coming home and he's there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we are going to like find him next week. Who do you think Archie is going to punch? There's so many people he could punch. Because it needs to be somebody important. Like it, it yeah. seems way too late for him to, to start something with like Dilton or, yeah. or Clay. Yeah. He might be beating the hell out of FP. Mm. Oh, that would be good. That would mean FP had to get out of jail because that was outside. This is not an insurmountable challenge. Will Joaquin come back? I don't think Joaquin is implicated in anything he couldn't get out of. Yeah, like, it's safe, Joaquin. Come home. Kevin deserves happiness. Just like Jughead. Joaquin deserves happiness for his own sake, dear. Well, yeah. I just I just know, like, Kevin makes Joaquin happy. <laughs> so, so this, I think, is the big question. Mm-hmm. Are we expecting a happy ending next no. week? And what does that look like? No, something's going to happen that will tie you in for season two. I think, yeah, there's going to be a big shocking uh, uh, cliffhanger, probably Sabrina-related. Sabrina related or something with pop. Or so- <laughs> but at the same time, I think before that, there will be a very happy moment. There will be a happy there moment. Be, there, and then and, everything comes crashing down. And my prediction is that it will be a, a strong and positive, happy bughead moment. Yeah. Yes. I think they're going to make it. And then there will be a cliffhanger that, that tests them again. Yeah. And the whole the town as a whole, of course. Yes, their relationship's not gonna like end next week. It'll be tested, but like it will continue on until next season. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Veronica and Archie are gonna have a good smooch that yeah. like seals their relationship a bit more. You think for they're next gonna season. actually sex in, instead of make out, pass out? That could happen. I don't think that's gonna happen next week. I feel like this season they weren't sure how they wanted to like how much they wanted to do with stuff like that. I feel like next year we could get a lot more action. This started with him having an affair with his teacher. They you didn't see them doing it. They were in the backseat of the car oh, yeah, grinding. They were. they were, weren't they? Huh. They just showed a man with a syringe in his arm dead. The- I'm talking about sex. I'm not talking about drugs. I'm I'm saying that they're crossing a lot of lines that I thought they wouldn't have crossed. Yes. Like- well, that's this episode was I I forgot about the backseat. I feel like they they weren't sure how much they wanted to do with them though as like the char- mm-hmm. those char- main characters together. But this episode was like crazy with like the the shooting Jason right there. Mm-hmm. The hanging like, the syringe in the arm. Like, it was just very visual. For, from 
uh, stuff earlier in the season, I thought suicide was being drawn as like the one firm line. Mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't say the word when uh, Hal lied about Polly. Mm-hmm. They, they, uh, there was an attempt that was very uh, uh, kept behind a veil and failed yeah. with, with Ethel's dad. And they just but went. But then tonight, bam, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. And twice, depending on how that OD well, worked out, we'll never know. And actually, as they were going to the barn, I was thinking, I was like, did he hang himself? But I was like, no, they're not going to, like, show that. And they did. Yeah, man. They did. Riverdale keeps you guessing. And that's what we're here for, <laughs> to help with the guessing. So, <sighs> how's the cult in the woods relate to this? <laughs> Clock is ticking. Mr. Blossom died... On the family property, so his ghost can be locked there forever, mm-hmm. as they, you know, like. The the ring is a shamanistic totem yes. of some kind. Yes. That's why it's so vitally important. Mm-hmm. So that's our predictions for uh, the final episode. Oh, man. I, well, it's so hard to predict, because, like, so many things just, like, not, not, they didn't get wrapped up, but so many things just happened mm-hmm. that we've been leading up to for so long and there's still more stuff that can happen with it but it's it's hard to know where things are going so now that we've looked ahead let's look back back toward the source material so darlin mm-hmm. as our resident archie comics expert yeah uh why don't you tell us about the page to screen transition of one moose mason uh, okay well moose is a jock mm-hmm. moose He's a big boy. He's big. He's a big, he's big very, football. He's very man. big. Very big football man. They kind of treat him as kind of dumb. He's. It is one of his defining characteristics yeah. that he is. He's dumb. He's dumb. And it's interesting to see how different writers treat that. Yeah. Because you know, with some, it's just oh, he doesn't study much, and he really should. And some, he's not that bright, but that's okay. Some people aren't cut out for that sort yeah. of thing. And some, he talks like fucking Frankenstein. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) what are you doing? It's very strange, depending on like when you're looking at moose and how they do that. Yeah, Uh, he is also known for dating Midge, Mm -hmm. who we've not seen. There has not been a Midge. There's been a mention of Midge in episode two. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We have Uh, not seen Midge. Midge is notable for being the only attractive teen in Riverdale who is not into Archie. Yeah. 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 What's up with that? Midge is the best character in the whole thing. Midge and Moose are just like, I don't necessarily want to say like an inseparable couple because they definitely have like in the comics, like moments where they fight and mm-hmm. every, have their problems. But but they are that high school kind of power couple. That like stay together yeah. and are together and they don't have like as much of these like triangles of other stuff mm-hmm. uh moose is very protective of midge he's, he's very protective. he's a very jealous boyfriend he is uh he also has a relationship with dilton uh, not a romantic one no <laughs> <laughs> no uh yeah but they're uh like, yeah dilton they, they're, they're like they're an like, odd couple yeah buddy thing yeah the the Pinky in the brain, yeah, kind of thing, but not quite. Dilton is uh, Moose's tutor, so he keeps his grades up so he can play football. While Moose is Dilton's muscle, so he keeps folks like Reggie off his back. Yeah, which and Moose 
has a weird relationship with Reggie, too, because they're on the team together. Sometimes they get along, but Reggie's an asshole who goes after all women. Including Midge. Including Midge. And, like, Moose will beat his head to a pulp all the time (laughs) about that. Like, I think that's one thing. Moose is one to stand up to Reggie. Yeah. Quite often. They Uh, they just had a whole miniseries about it, the the Reggie and me thing. mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you read, the, I haven't had a chance to read it, but there is a Moose comic that came out. Yeah, a very uh, recent uh, Moose one-shot. It's yeah. It's eight you... days old today. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. It's three or four stories from different writer and artist teams all about Moose. Yeah, I I will read that soon. I just have not. Uh, I, I really like the one about Moose's very busy week. Yeah. There's an important game and an important term paper and his anniversary. All in the same week, and Aww. Moose making it work. Yeah. It's it's heartwarming. So I guess, talking like Moose to the screen, yeah. Moose has been in like three episodes, barely. I mean... It's hard to tell how... Riverdale they, uh, Moose is by. perhaps. Yeah, it, I mean, that, that's, the, that's the closest thing we can label him. Or ex- experimenting? Something like something. that. There's something... Uh, going on there that is not defined and i'm not going to define it for him <laughs> i'm gonna let him figure it out but yes he he had a little uh, rendezvous with uh, kevin keller oh, at attempted th- attempted until jason blossom interrupted that uh and that that's kind of the most we've gotten from moose he's mm-hmm. like sometimes in the background scenes but there's very little interaction he's- we have he is still in the show defined by being on the football team. Yes. He he did go help with the uh, working at Andrew's construction. He is the one that got beat up. Uh, but... He got wharfed. Yeah. If you could beat up Moose, those guys must have been tough. <laughs> well, it was like four on one. <laughs> so... So, like Weatherby, a, very, a thin character... Yeah, so far, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity there, mm-hmm. too. Especially if they... As things go on next season, there's a lot of opportunity to bring him into other scenes. Yeah. It, it's interesting to see how these, uh, I guess, B-list characters are, are going to be used in season two. Mm-hmm. Reggie especially with the recasting. Yes. Now, if you don't follow Riverdale News, Reggie yeah. has been recast for season two. Yes. His first season actor is also in 13 Reasons Why. Yes. And that's blowing up right now. Yes. And uh, apparently the reason they used him so little during this season was because he was filming that at the same time. But and now that got renewed too. Yes. So they need to find a new Reggie. And they just know that he would be even less available. Um, and it, I always hate recasting, but I also like completely get this because they were weren't mm-hmm. able to do much of anything with them. There is a theory that this scheduling caused uh, stuff that would have been Reggie to go to Clay. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Because who cares about Clay? Like he's not. Like if you're going to do that type of storyline. It makes sense that it would have been Reggie, be- Reggie, because Clay's not much of a character. Uh, to Isn't take- he like an anime dork on the football team? Like he's he's that sort of I think so boundary breaking. Yeah, yeah. He's not he's not that. So it'll be interesting to also see what yeah what they do with that, uh, how that changes things. How do, does do they try to make Reggie a bigger character, or do they try to focus on all these other characters? Maybe. Moose and other people mm-hmm. um, 
finally cast a midge. Come a on, midge. give us midge. Yeah. It'll be interesting to mm-hmm. see what happens there. As little as we've seen of of Riverdale Moose, uh-huh. he is true to comics Moose in the same way just about every Riverdale character is. Yeah. From his small parts, I can be like, yeah, that guy's probably an idiot. Yep, this makes sense. <laughs> he seems he seems like the the dude that doesn't always fully know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Thinks he does, but is always just slightly misinformed. Mm-hmm. Um Well, darling, have you brought any presents for us from Instagram? Ah. Uh, I have a few. I'll say people on Instagram are getting annoying. No. They just complain a lot, and they're yeah. like, Riverdale's not good as it used to be since, like, episode two. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, why they, are you still watching the show if you don't like it? They were just really big fans of statutory rape. That's that's what they were here for. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's a murder theory. Murder that, theory. That we now know is not correct. Oh. But I think Fred killed Jason because I bet he wants to kill Archie because Archie is annoying as fuck. And maybe he thought that Archie was Jason, so he went bam, bam. But turns out he killed the wrong redhead. This person's a lot closer <laughs> than they seem. Yeah. There's a father killing his own son. Yes, but but wrong father. So close, so close. Went bam, bam. I also love the picture they chose for that. Archie's just like, eh. That's a good dopey smile. Yeah. So this is like a prediction someone had. Mm-hmm. In the part where Juggy was crying in FP's house, Juggie. he gets angry looking in the end. Since it was announced that a second person would die, I think Juggy will try to kill Kevin since he is the son of the sheriff. If Jughead winds up killing someone, I will not watch the show again. Jughead's not going to kill anyone. Uh, okay, but I'm just saying right now that's the deal breaker for me. Yeah, yeah. Anyone else could be the killer but Jughead. He's not going to. <laughs> Also, like, what? <laughs> I'm just trying to build a conversation yeah. here. I'm not bagging on these teens. I am. Okay. Though this one I support, because they brought up, I would like to know why Archie saw werewolves. Does it have anything to do with his childhood? This is really something I'd like to touch on again and know, like, why. Thank you, anonymous confession from a sex Archie listener. Thank you. I would love to know why there's all the weird animal masks happening. Another killer prediction. Oh, man, this is a killer prediction. It's the best. I love you. It's tubular. I think maybe Josie is the killer. You wouldn't expect it from her at all. Said, if the killer was revealed, it would ruin Cheryl's life. Since they are friends, it could ruin her life. And it may be the reason why Josie is all the press conferences and interviews and stuff. Because in the last episode, she'll maybe have a big role because she might be the killer. First off, grammar, people. I do miss when we had a musical number every week. That was nice. There was one last week. Yeah, but I mean every week. Yeah. I I, I do miss that they're not in stuff as much, but I'm also like, I don't know if they're really like best friends. They they had some friend scenes they together They had earlier, some friend scenes which together. Which is more than we've seen from Cheryl and anyone else. Yes. She has one friend, two minions, and then everyone else is her drones. Yes. Sheep to the Cheryl Slaughter. It's not Josie. <laughs> I would have loved that, though. That could have been kind of great. And it says, Joaquin just about dashed out of the school gym when he saw the cops. Is he the killer? Is Fred the killer? Is Vegas the dog the fucking killer? Who knows anymore? <laughs> 
we if haven't it had was good, Vegas. We haven't had a good Vegas scene for a while either. We haven't had a good Vegas scene since Jughead was like in the garage stroking his ear. My, there is not enough Vegas in this show. My wish list is growing long. And I want more Vegas and I want Jughead to get his own dog. Yeah, we need hot, hot we dog need for hot season dog. two. Jug- right. Vegas and hot dog need to hang out. All right, all right. I'm I'm saying right now. Mm-hmm. I need every Sex Archie listener to to go and uh, we're gonna make a uh, hot dog for season two trend. Yeah. Yes. On how how on all what, your what's, medias. What's the hashtag? Hot dog for S two. And also hashtag Riverdale in there as well. Yes. So that way they know it's connected so that, to Riverdale. Yeah. 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 There's a Riverdale uh, account. There's a Riverdale Writer's Room account. There's Archie Comics. Roberto Aguilar or Sakara. Uh, Tell them all. Hot dog Tell for season two. Hot dog or we walk. That's it. He needs a little fluffy doggy to be share burgers with. He needs to- <laughs> Cole Sprouse needs to eat a burger, dang it. And have one with his dog. So thank you, Instagram fans. Insta fans? Grammars? I am excited for Speaking what... Speaking of grammar... Oh, hey, yeah. Some of them are just like, what? 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 Are, what? So there we have it, the penultimate episode. <sighs> yep. So thanks for sticking with us, and we're going to get uh, the finale out to you as quick as we can. Yeah, and, next week. And next week we'll be talking about our future off-season plans, but hey, for now, uh, it would be great if you uh, gave our show one last push before we say goodbye uh, so uh, a rating and review on iTunes or the podcatcher mm-hmm. of your choice is a great way to help robots uh, hook us up with folks. Yeah, and and hot hashtag hot dog season two. Hot dog four s two. Yeah, that that's what it is. And also tell your friends, have them come join us in this adventure mm-hmm. of maple things <laughs> and murder. Maple and murder. Yeah. yeah. If if we uh, had a second Riverdale podcast without all the swears, yeah, it, that's what it would that's be called. That's what it would be. Yeah. No, it has to be sex, Archie. <laughs> because it's really fun to tell people that's what it's called and have them go, what? Yeah. Like the person that uh, asked me if uh, it's like an erotic phone sex tip line. <laughs> like, what is it? No, no, no. We don't tell you how to have fun phone sex. That's not what we do here. <laughs> I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And from us here at Sex Archie. Sticky, dirty secrets. Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, hold it, please. Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, come on. And you got me. And you got me. And you got me. Break it down, hold it, please.